You're now listening to the Intermission Podcast. Get ready to take a pause for the cause and lock it in as Cameo takes it back to the 99s and 2000s. Taking over for the 99 and the 2000s. Bringing you opinions from creative black millennials. I'm here to facilitate an experience that changes how y'all view shit. And professionals in your neighborhood. But how can we figure out ideas to, you know, impact the schools, impact kids, impact people who really need it? Discussing escaping the 8 to 5 lifestyle. Ask about me. The intermission starts now. What's going on, subscribers? You made it to the tribe. Shout out to you for subscribing, y'all. Seriously, it's a great investment. I promise you will not be disappointed. Thank you for investing in a small black business, y'all. I hope that y'all enjoy the second half of this interview. It was truly one that blessed me. Now that you're a part of the tribe, please be looking forward to more exclusive content that only you and you will have access to. Okay, back to the episode. Praying, praying. <laughs> <laughs> and then how that has evolved to, you know, grad school and now like going on my first fast and having those conversations with, I, I know I talked to all of you. I talked to my friends like Natalie and Aaliyah um, just about what that experience was like. It has been amazing to have good sister friends just around as my journey has shifted um, mm-hmm. with my faith and just life in general. Just to add something to what everyone has already said, I do say kudos, ditto to what was said, but um, in that same breath, it is important to have the the various ages and experiences. I was looking back on my different groups and a lot of times looking back on like growing up there, the ones that I really trusted and really did a lot of impartation in me had to have been from the older generations. Yeah. Growing up, my best friend literally was my big mom. Like girls having slumber parties with their friends for various reasons. I wasn't able to do that. However, my big mom would create a slumber party and I would feel a part of that. Um, she would take me out and do these different things with her and her friend girls. And just, just seeing that being around the um, seasoned generation really mm-hmm. like, Jazz was saying teaches you about independence, about traveling, about saving, like coin, like keeping your money. Yeah. Like, okay. (laughs) You learn so much, even um, sewing the different crafts and things to do, um, keeping your mind busy on good things, positive things. Um, Because as you pointed out, Camille, like being a woman is tough on a day to day basis, not just. Oh, today's gonna be good. Tomorrow's gonna be good. No, it's like it's the day to day type of thing. So, really, yeah. the older generation, um, that was what I was brought up into. And mm-hmm. then looking in my adult life, being able to just be cool with different people. I've always said that most people will say, "I never knew you to be stuck with one type of friend group." Because I, I'm a person that looks at different perspectives everybody brings something different to the table and I'm always looking, looking at that. So no matter the age, no matter your gender, all these other qualifications we categorize people under, you have a different perspective and it's up to me to take it in, use it or not use it. But that's how I look at, at hanging with people. But 
this specific sister circle, I look at as real like encouragement. Because I'm telling you, many days I've talked with Jazz, Alice especially, and even you, Camille, like thinking about our car ride. A lot of the things you guys shared or again imparted in me was a lot of encouragement. I've grown to know that it's okay to share with others. Um, as we said, vetting out who to share with. I was one that was kind of like, yeah, I'm going to keep it in my journal. I'm going to talk to the almighty God because I know he ain't going to tell nobody. <laughs> Being able to ask God, Lord, give me, Lord, surround me with people who will help me to grow and glow in you. That's something that I ask on a daily. And he's doing that. Like, he's doing that vetting for me. He's brought me to this circle here. So it's like literally only up from here in knowledge and career and just me evolving as a human being. So. Well, with with that being said, now that y'all know that it's it's okay, right? It's okay, sis, if you feel like right now your circle may be adjusting because y'all, we about to go into a new year. And obviously with a new year comes a lot of new changes and not a, a lot of new opportunities and also a lot of new relationships. And so I feel like, um, especially around this time, a lot of a lot of people start thinking about their circles. Um, they start thinking about like, okay, uh, is this person healthy? You're coming into the new year with me, <laughs> right? <laughs> Literally, new, year, new me, new circle. <laughs> yes, we be looking at that. Um, I don't know if that image is still circulating. With homegirl got the bag with the new year walking on the little stairs. That's a lot of us right now. Um, yes, but. Yeah, y'all. So to that point, like being at the end of the new year, contemplating and thinking about like, who do you want to go into your new year with you? Um, I think it's important to as you're having that moment with yourself and, you know, with God, you know, praying to God, asking him for direction on, you know, what what decisions you should and you should not make. I think it's important also to think about, you know, if you're praying for who you want God to remove out of your life or who you think is slowly exiting out of your life but also pray and ask god for uh him to bring in you know new people for him to bring in people who are going to love on you who are going to show up for you who are going to support you um because that's important right like with everything that comes a, a season it, there's a reason for a season and even in loss right even in loss, we have to make a purpose and meaning for that. As you mentioned, as y'all mentioned, like we got to be positive, have some positivity in this. So with, with God closing one door, I was recently watching a sermon. It's like, well, when God closed a door, he's opening a window. So it's like, okay, if God is closing doors on various relationships of yours, whether that be friendships or romantic, um, trying your hardest to keep an open mindset that, okay, God, you're closing these doors, but there is an open window somewhere. So as that, op as that window opens, do not limit, don't be trying to push down a window and be like, nah, God, it's only like, <laughs> it's only women who work in my field that I want to enter into this. Like, no, like allow that window to be fully wide open um, to allow God um, permission and access to bring in whoever he wants to bring into your life. You will be surprised um, at who he will allow to bless you. So that's our second point. 
So now wrapping up the episode, ladies, I really wanted us to kind of just share um, how we're feeling. As I just talked about, like we get into the end of the year. Um, a lot of us, right, are in our own perspective lanes, are going through our own life transitions, um, are starting new businesses, shoot, are walking out of nine to fives. Like we saying we done. <laughs> no more, no more child. Um, so I just wanted us to all go around and just like share um, where we are in our lives and um, what is it that you want to speak into the new year, like for yourself. Um, yeah, so I'll start there. So I think currently I'm in a moment of reflection. As you said, we're approaching the end of the year. So I'm looking at, okay, what has happened this entire year? What yeah. has not happened? Because, you know, every year we make that list. Okay, this year, this, that, the third, yeah, yeah, yeah. But being open and mindful to, okay, something did not happen, but that's okay. Not limiting that time because our time is not God's timing, number one. Number two, but yeah, being in that, this season, this moment of reflection and really just, okay, what have I learned? How is this going to benefit me going into this next year if God allows me to go into the next year but yeah. really looking back and taking the approach of okay new year new lessons new year mm, new that's practice. different pause pause child i thought you was gonna say new year new me you said new year new lessons where did i come from sis <laughs> because every year i found looking back on various years it was a lesson that i learned within each year whether it's for six months last six months it was always a lesson and i'm always trying to be mindful of okay lord because even with the closed doors what was this lesson you were trying to teach me even mm -hmm. with the open doors lord i thank you for the open and closed doors because with everything there's a lesson mm -hmm. so what is the lesson within this entire year how can i sum it up so that next year i either do the same or not do the same thing um because i'm on a journey of growth i'm always looking for growth like literally trying to grow and glow each mm -hmm. year each day so that that that's really where i am and what i'm looking forward for me 2021 has been a year of um, healing um, mm. and transition and um so as i reflect and look back um i'm thankful for the healing that that god has blessed me with um, physically, mm -hmm. um, mentally, and emotionally. And um, it's been a year of transition as well. Um, I've entered into a new phase of my, of my life um, health-wise, um, feeling good and just thankful to be alive um, and just doing well, you know, physically. Um, I went through a lot of health issues in my, you know, if I look on this past decade in my 30s, I went through a lot, but God's blessed me with good health. I'm so thankful for that. Um, it's also been a year of transition for me as a black woman in, in leadership. Um, mm, Alice, a, you gonna go there, Alice? Oh. She said black woman in leadership, child. That's yes, a health yes, crisis so. right there. <laughs> Yeah, so so I have I have evolved in my leadership. Um, I have yeah. evolved in my career, and um, it wasn't easy, y'all. I had a I had many challenges, um, 
God had opened my eyes to a lot of things, but I'm so thankful because where I am right now in my life, God, God has brought me to a space where um, I've been able to overcome. Um, I've been able, he's, he's blessed me to be able to overcome. I've overcome a lot of the professional challenges that I was facing. I've been able to forgive, even though I didn't get apologies, I was able to forgive those who despitefully used me those who tried to tear me down and to cast my name out as evil. I've been able to overcome that. And it's all because of God's goodness and his grace. And he's given me the strength to do that. Um, so that's been, this has been a, trans, a year of transition for me. And as I look into 2022, I feel that, you know, my purpose and, and God has shown me this. Um, and I try to live through this out every day. My purpose is to serve. So I'm going to continue to serve, continue to use my voice to help others. Yeah. Um, to help those who um, who can't speak for themselves, um, for those who may not be in spaces where they can speak, but to continue to um, use the talents and the skills and the education that God has blessed me with to be a voice for others. Um, I also want to use my voice to help other Black women who have endured what I have, what I've gone through physically, um, emotionally with, with different health challenges, to be a voice to, to say, hey, sis, there's a, there's a better way. There's, there's, there's a, a brighter light on the, at the other end of this. Um, yeah. And also just be an encouragement to other um, young black women who are in leadership roles that we do deserve to be in this space. And um, I'll say, as one of my mentors told me, go where you're appreciated. So, mm -hmm. um, so I want my, my life, my career my, to be an example that you go where you're appreciated, where you're embraced. Those yeah. spaces do exist. And if they don't, we create them for ourselves. Yes, Alice, stop. Pause, pause, stop. Don't go no more. Don't go no more. Don't go no more. I'm over here writing my notebook. Don't go no more. Stop. Stop. She said, if those spaces don't exist, create them. Create yeah. them. That is literally mm -hmm. like on my vision board, Jaw. It's a um Maya Angelo. She did, I think she did in, she did an interview or something like that. And in the breakdown of it, it basically says that it says, like, if you look back, um, if you find yourself looking back and you like, I'm not gonna go back. And then if you see yourself looking forward and you like, I do not like that. It was she basically said, like, just get off the path, like get off whatever path that is and make your own. And yes, Alice, yes. I'm sorry, y'all. No, no, I just no. had to break that up because I feel like a lot of women, we just really need to have that moment because mm -hmm. I feel like in this world, in society, it's almost shoved down your throat like um, to plan everything in your life and to know, like to know what you're going to be doing. Like, I'm going to be doing this. This is the path that I'm on for the rest of my life. When life does not work out like that, life will give you different challenges, different twists and turns. And one of those twists and turns may include you getting off that path that you thought was going to be the route that was going to get you to your destination. Like there's so many different routes you can take to get to a certain destination. But I feel like um, we allow the voices of society. We allow the voices of culture. We allow the voices of our family, of our friends to dictate which route that we actually take. When in all essence, it's like, no, this is your life. <laughs> this is your life. You can make you can make your own path. And of course, it's going to come with its own challenges. It's going to come with um, its different lessons, as Amari would say. It's going to come with all of that. But the, at the end of the day, I feel like we're placed here 
um, for multiple reasons. But one of those reasons is to make different paths for different women, for different generations that are coming up behind us. Like you do not only have to go the nine to five route. Like you do not have to do that. Sis. You, don't, you don't have to do that. There is room for entrepreneurship. There is room for you to be able to show up in that business, have a vision and mission and goals that are in alignment with being a woman. Um, because a lot of systems that exist currently today, a lot of women are finding themselves having to fight to just have a seat at the table when sis, you can go make your own. <laughs> All that effort you're using over here to fight to be at this table, it's a lane completely open to you to make that for yourself. And so I just really wanted us to stop there in that sermon, child, because that was a whole sermon we was getting. Um, that's it. Point, Camille. The point was, sis. It's okay to get off the path. It's okay to make your own lane. It is okay. And, and I'll just end with this. As we go into 2022, mm -hmm. I say to all my sisters, don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. Sometimes our comfort zone holds us back from greatness. Nothing ever grows in the comfort zone too long. Mm. So as we look into 2022, and as Amari said, new year, new lessons. Yeah. Just, just, just keep that on your mind. <laughs> new year, new lessons. Comfort zones, they're good. They're good for the season that you're supposed to be in it, but don't stay in it past the season. Okay, Alice. Right, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Now. She said, "Don't stay in it. Don't stay in it past the season, child." No, there's there's, be <laughs> there's beauty beyond your. There's beauty and there's more blessings and more greatness beyond the comfort zone. And I'll end there. Thank you so much. <laughs> that was her mic drop. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Alice and Mike drop. We just go. We gonna leave that there. Well, we can wrap. We can wrap. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. No, just kidding, y'all. Just kidding. <laughs> Listen. All right, Jazz. Ciao. What about you, sis? Where you at? And what are you trying to usher in into the new year? So, honestly. 2020 and 2021 felt like it kind of ran together. Um, mm -hmm. So some of my reflection and learning is from both years. Um, but honestly, where I am, I would say I'm also in a period of transition. Um, I, I was one of those people who felt like I had my whole life planned out and together, um, especially when I moved back. To Flint. I didn't see this pandemic coming though. Um, <laughs> right. You know, I didn't see this whole realization that um, everything is racist. I didn't see that happening. Uh, and I didn't see, especially the non action um, behind all of the allegiances and pledges from last summer. So mm -hmm. I feel like I've, I've been in a state of just like realizing what what is out there what is in my field what is in my in my path in my lane um and i've realized that in order to be in 
in this space. I have, I had to grow. Um, I had to heal. I had to not be as triggered um, because these, the, the toxicity and the hurt and the pain is, is going to be present um, in a lot of the spaces where I find myself wanting mm -hmm. to work just because of the nature of this work. And I realized like it, it's not going to be about any one person and it's not going to be about anybody else's journey. Like it's going to be about my journey of growth, of learning, um, of becoming even more self-aware to, to be able to really like operate in the space and to kind of how Alice said, like you have to step out of that. Um, I found yeah. myself, you know, of course, like I have my main nine to five, but I've, I found myself pivoting some of my um, effort, for example, into another project. I find I found myself um, creating a mini lane um, that I <laughs> can, you know, open up to do exactly what I know I'm called to do. Um, yeah. To do exactly what I am trained to do, um, and to do what will ultimately make a difference. And I think at the individual level, I've had to deepen my relationship with God. Like, as I said, I had my first um, experience of going on a fast. <laughs> um, and honestly, this has been the year where I've spent, <clears throat> I, I think I've spent more time reading my Bible this year than any other year in the past. Okay. Was, yes. Yes. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Something's <laughs> coming together. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so this has been a year for like growth as far as my relationship with God, growth as far as my relationship with myself. Um, so I've been learning to trust trust myself, trust what I believe. Um, for example, I I and I think I've shared this with all of you, but I found myself doing more work, for example, in environmental justice than in mental health related spaces. And it's like, I care about public health. I love public health. But when I really think about where where I want to be and where I found myself, it wasn't aligned. Um, mm -hmm. And it was because I think other people were seeking that out. And I'm like, why does why do people keep seeking this out? And it's like, you keep saying yes. Um, <laughs> because I wasn't, I wasn't giving myself the space to deepen my knowledge, for example, in mental health. Um, mm -hmm. And so coming to that realization, like, no, girl, you are <laughs> kind of responsible. Um, so if you want if you want to make that pivot, you have to bet on yourself. You have to trust yourself. Um, even as far as and I'm going to go, because even my therapist, we talk about religion and everything. And I'm going to go into the therapy piece. Like this year, I've been full pedal to the metal um, in therapy. And just deep diving, deep diving into like different parts of myself. And again, it's it's coming down to loving myself, trusting myself, um, having that self-worth. And um honestly, it's been a good year for that. It hasn't been cute, but <laughs> <laughs> it's been the biggest mess, but it's been worth it. Um yes. and then so you know, I have the relationship with God, the relationship with myself, then the relationship with others. So, yes, I love that priority. Yes. Well, you know, um, and this year has been interesting for a relationship with others. So I've been 
learning to set boundaries um, much, much more this year than ever before. Because as you said, we kind of have our list, you know, like who gets that like inner access versus like, these are my, you know, acquaintances or, uh, you know, pe people that are not like my sisters or my, my inner group of friends. And I've been able to, to really spend time this year defining that um, and, and nurturing the relationships that matter the most to me. So I might, you know, it'll be 9 p.m. on a Friday and I'm like, hey, I was just thinking about you. <laughs> or, hey, Ma, you want to go to the gym? To be like, let's cook, you know, like, let's, you know, like, let's spend time together. Let's um, hang out. Let's fellowship with the people that matter the most to me, um, reaching out to family and friends. Like if this pandemic has taught us nothing, it's that the people that you love and care about, you have to show them now. You have mm -hmm. to, like, like we did earlier, we have to give people their flowers. You have to love on your people because it's not, it's not guaranteed that they will be here in the, in the physical tomorrow, next, yeah. next year. Um, so really nurturing those relationships with those who I want to deepen them with and then kind of keeping boundaries and setting kind of realistic, realistic expectations outside of that um, relationships work-wise. Like if they weren't, you know, if people weren't like my close, close folks, I removed like work folks, for example, from my personal social media. Um, yeah. Cause I'm like, I, I ain't at work, Woo! you know, like, yeah. No, um, you know, that's still, a clear boundary. Yeah. Yes. Um, or not taking work related things home, even deciding like, and when I say work, you know, I have the work, I have the, the other stuff, but I also have like community work and deciding even within that, that type of relationship, like I'm not taking any more calls after 9 PM. Cause if you, if you were like, I was earlier this year, it's like, go, 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 go. And I had mm -hmm. to realize like, no boundaries you know boundaries. yeah yeah um, serious and so going into 2022 i want to kind of keep that trajectory going of deepening my deepening my relationship with god um i want to find a physical church home in flint um because you know we're vaccinated all that stuff and i'm i'm personally still going to my boston church because it's virtual but I do want to add on to what I've been doing. So deepening that relationship, finding a physical church home so that I can like serve and stuff. Yes. Um, it's hard to serve virtually. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, doing doing the things that will allow me to kind of come home to Jasmine. Um, yeah. Oh, that was something. Come home to Jasmine. What? <laughs> taking care of Jasmine. Take care of little Jasmine. Yeah. You know, you know, um, <laughs> and then continuing to build these relationships and deepen these relationships with people I care about. Um, I have never, as I said, I had like, you know, I have a lot of individual friendships, but this, this sister circle here was one of the first times I've like combined kind of friend groups. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I love this. So another paint party got to come soon. all of y'all's uh intentions on what y'all want to do going into the new year like as y'all can hear listeners like everyone is different like everyone is at a different point in their journey some of us are entering some of us are exiting but at the end of the day we're all in transition y'all um 
And so I guess uh, that that ends with me. <laughs> and what did this year, what did I learn from this year? And then going into the new year. So, wow, y'all, like, honestly, I feel like I talked about this in the trailer of the podcast. So if y'all have not listened to the trailer of the podcast, please go and listen to the trailer that really talks about the intentions for the intermission podcast moving forward. Um, so for me, honestly, y'all just hearing everyone's stories talking about transition and at the same time thinking about what these past couple of years have been for me also, like Jazz, you said 2020, 2021 kind of like meshed. I'm like, <laughs> bruh, I feel that because I feel like 2020, we all just went through this major like shock of this world is, is completely changed. How, the way that we were used to think has completely changed that I felt like 2021 was really kind of like our recovery year. Like, okay, how do we recover from all of what just happened to us in 2020? Um, and so I feel like in the midst of that, y'all, I really feel like transition really came, really became something important to me, um, especially as it relates to like talking about your journeys, because I feel like, honestly, when we think about people within culture or within society that a lot of people admire about, you know, the status that they have or the position that they have, we really only get the opportunity to hear from those folks once they've made it, <laughs> once they've gotten to that end goal, once they've reached that pinnacle of what the world would say is quote unquote success. We really don't get the opportunity to hear from people as they're going up to that, as they're leading up to that journey, um, as they're going through this transition, like these closed doors, these open doors, we really don't get the opportunity to see people navigate that space. And when I think about the purpose that I have for the podcast at the end of the day, my why was to do that. I wanted to showcase and help people tell their stories of literally what does it mean and what does it feel like to be in transition um, so that when we see people get to what we think is quote unquote success, we don't have this unrealistic idea of what it took to what it took to get there, um, especially as it pertains to being a person of faith. Um, and so for me, y'all, um, Alice, you kind of touched on this earlier. You said being the voice for the voiceless. I honestly feel like for me, y'all, what 2021 has been for me is like. Huh, as much effort as I spent in terms of, you know, the podcast and in my life, right? Jazz talked about like me, even, even in my college days, in my civil rights days, like being an advocate for other people, making sure that other people had a voice. Um, I feel like what 2021 has and still is teaching me as we're still in it is to be the voice for myself, um, is to accept my voice, to acknowledge my voice, that even in a room where I'm um, uplifting the voices of my community and other people around me, I need to make it a point to also uplift my voice and not feel shame for doing that and not feeling like I'm selfish for doing that because I feel like, man, it's hard. It's hard out here when you're really trying to do God's work, when you're really trying to give people I don't know, when you're really trying to do God's will, while at the same time, I think being used as a vessel, people don't understand. And I'm not gonna get emotional, my own thing, I'm like, people, okay. People don't understand the level of challenge that we face, um, that you can face just as someone who is trying to do God's will um, and trying to uplift 
other people. It's like you really have to go through a, a huge level of sacrifice, like personally in your personal life. Um, and that's a lot. Of, that's something that a lot of people don't want to talk about in terms of like surrendering, like surrendering your life to do God's will. You really do have to like allow God to do certain things. And that's very challenging for someone who is very goal driven <laughs> like me. Um, and so who child y'all for me? Yeah. That's the thing for 2021 is realizing my voice, um, and not negating that my voice has power to change people's lives, that it has power, um, to change my own life and like speaking things into existence. And so for me, I would say going into the new year or going into a, another year, uh, what I want to speak into that is that I really want to believe in the power of um, the power of words and what it can do. Because um, we hear about manifestation, right? Like, child, you just need to manifest it, make you a vision board, make you need to do this. But y'all talking about doing all of that, but y'all not talking about believing in what you say. And believing in what you're putting down and believing that the God that you worship is going to do it or believing that you can get these certain things accomplished. And so for me, it's really just believing in God's will, I think, is something that I really want to take into next year because it can be so confusing. And you just like, Jesus, what, what is happening? What is happening? I thought you said do this and this ain't happen. But it's like man to literally like trust God like trust God that is something that is so challenging that a lot of people try to glance over and make it seem like it's so easy and it's like nah y'all trusting God if you in this lane <laughs> you know it it comes with its challenges and so for me I just really want to trust God in the new year I want to believe in the power of my voice as I uplift y'all voices, I want to believe in the power of my voice. And as we all talked about earlier, right, being from Flint, Michigan, even if it is being a transplant, I want to believe that good things can come out of Flint. Because there's so, you know, like we hear, you rarely hear nowadays, if you're not from Flint, you rarely hear anybody talking about the Flint water crisis. You rarely hear people talk about the mental health issues that people from Flint face. You rarely hear people talk about the public health, like all of the issues that are present in this city um, that weren't glanced over once the Flint water crisis got publicized. It's almost like this city, um, it got on the map, then all of a sudden it became less important. And so, I really want to amplify the voices of this city of Flint, Michigan, and let people know that, listen, good things can come from this city. As I mentioned earlier, like seeds are planted in this city. And <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that seeds are planted in this city and that no matter where we go on the map, that, um, we fertilize, we continue to fertilize, um, not just Flint, but we continue to fertilize the people who come from that city. Cause listen, to come from a city like Flint, Michigan, ciao. Okay. You gotta be a real one. So <laughs> thank y'all once again for just coming to the podcast. I really appreciate you lovely ladies. 
Um, thank you to the listeners for taking the time out of your day to listen to the intermission podcast. As I mentioned earlier, if you have not already, please go and listen to that trailer because that is going to let you know the intentions of this podcast moving forward. So, y'all, this is not going to be the podcast that's going to be there to help y'all with like gossip. This ain't that. This ain't that. If you're trying to grow, you're trying to elevate, you're trying to make sure that you have some positivity in your day, you can hit me up, okay? Um, and once again, if y'all have not already, please make sure that y'all follow your girl on Instagram at newly underscore Cammy. I will have clips of the podcast episodes. Um, and your girl is also going to be moving to a few different other podcasts or um, streaming platforms. So you may get the opportunity to view these actual interviews. You may actually have the opportunity to come um, on the podcast and share your perspective. So please stay tuned. All right, y'all. We are out. Peace.